What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to episode 49 of Two Dudes of Sports News. As always, my name is Garrett. I'm here with my co-host. What it do, what it do, this is France. So, for those of you who've been living under a rock, uh, we're going to jump right into it with the most exciting thing in college baseball right now, and that is the College Baseball World Series, which, again, if you have been living under a rock, there's been some wild games in the regionals. There's been comebacks. There's been 14 inning games. There's been back-to-back grand slams. There's been like, it's been crazy. I love it. There's been bad errors that make you want to question your life decisions. Yep, there's been that. There's been rain delays. There's been hit by pitches. There's been everything you want in baseball and more. Language. Hit by pitches. What I do? Oh, okay. You said pitches. Got it. Yeah. What? The- what you think I said? I'm just making sure. I'm just making sure. Look, I don't know if I want to cut that or leave it in. <laughs> leave it. Leave it in. I'm gonna leave it in. That's funny. Oh my god! But like, there's there's been everything you'd want in like a a, a playoff game for baseball. Basically, it's fantastic. Also, the biggest thing is also the attendance and just the energy from the game. So it's like, been great. This past weekend, I had the privilege to work in uh, Tuscaloosa Regional because uh, Alabama I had a high enough RPI to. Host the regional, even though mm-hmm. we got number sixteen, even though we got the last uh, national seed, number sixteen, um, we were still able to host the regional. I was able to work all three games, and if you pay attention to my Twitter, uh, one of the biggest donors and supporters of Alabama posted me when I was taking a nap on the lat on on Sunday. I haven't seen that <laughs> for, for the final game. Look, you were three. Look, you were three games, and two of the, and two of those three were in rain and were in on delays mm-hmm. of some sort of weather, bro. That'll wear you out too, man. Like I think I only averaged about like three hours of sleep, like at legitimate certified sleep. Sunday was go. the one where I got more than three hours simply because I took that I took that power nap before Alabama playing Boston College uh, in the region final, which Alabama went on to win the regional. Uh, that they hosted, and they will go on to face the number one overall seed in Wake Forest, which they dominated their regional as well. But uh, overall, it was a, it was an amazing experience to actually see, be a part of history, because Tuscaloosa hasn't hosted a regional in 17 years, going back to 2006. Mm-hmm. So with all the new renovations, a lot of like historians down here in Tuscaloosa, they were happy about it. Uh, to see a packed house at uh, Sewell Thomas Stadium was absolutely amazing. A lot of press coverage. Um, the only thing that a lot of people really complained about, and that I would agree with them, uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been a bad idea if if any of the games were on national TV, like even just like for uh, the SEC network, it was mm-hmm. all on ESPN Plus, and a lot of people had you know, a couple of issues with that because they weren't able to see it. And but um, overall, just a tremendous atmosphere. Uh, everybody was drinking, but it was all safe. It was all respectful. It was all comical. Um, the energy was amazing by both by all four of the fan bases that mm-hmm. came through. Uh, you had Nicole, you had Nichols that coming out of um, coming out of South Louisiana, not that far from uh, in between Baton Rouge and um, and uh, uh, in New Orleans. You had Troy, of course. That's a three-hour drive from Tuscaloosa um, out of the Sun Belt. You know, you and I know Troy mm-hmm. very well. And then you got Boston College coming out of Massachusetts, and I was talking to them. Bro, um, think about this. If you're from the South, you're used to, you're used to the weather and the level of heat that that comes with being in the South. 
Mm-hmm. But if you're coming from Massachusetts and Boston, you ain't used to this kind of weather. And, and like almost every single Boston fan that I interacted with, um, they all said they all said it, it's hot. I said, "Welcome to the South." Yeah, pretty much. Also, I, there was always uh, there was also this theory that I had with when it comes to not just Red Sox fans, but people that's from the Boston area. So when Sweet Caroline comes on, is it a natural <laughs> instinct to go ahead and sing the song? Absolutely. So when the stadium, when the stadium PA played the song, um, when Boston College was playing it, I literally saw almost every Boston College fan, whatever, they were singing the song and it was it was loud. It's not even just Boston fans. It, that's a universal thing. Like, in, case in point, with SEC, sorry, I'm gonna start my phone there. Case in point, like with SEC football, if you look at Dixieland Delight, Alabama has their own version of that song. Yeah, and it still originated from Tennessee. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. got everybody. Like, ev- there are just those songs that everybody knows. Florida, we have our own version of "Glory, Glory." I won't be saying it because Georgia has dominated us for the last two years. I'll give it to you. Y'all got "Won't Back Down." That's true. We do have "Won't Back Down." That's a good one. But like, it, it's every there's those songs that everybody knows. Shoot, Georgia Southern, uh, Georgia Southern, we got Journey. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how that started. What is it? I think it's because of the one good song that nobody else has claimed, like off the rip where That's we fair. where we pull up flashlights. That's fair. I also want to give a shout out to my grandpa's hometown of Terre Haute, Indiana, with Indiana State advancing to the um Super Regional. Yeah. Awesome. But they can't shout- host it. Which is wild, but shout out to uh, look his thing. I I don't I don't I I feel bad for a lot of the Indiana Indiana State fans mm-hmm. um for baseball that would love to have hosted a super regional, but true you had to make commitments. Uh, you make commitments with the Special Olympics. What the heck? Um, I'm trying to do everything to refrain any type of negative negatory jokes that could possibly end up in like in me up in hell. So I'm not gonna go there. We're not trying but, to get canceled. Like, yeah, we ain't get canceled for that. But all I'm gonna say is like, what, what you gonna like? What you gonna tell all those people that are like Special Olympic athletes? Yeah, yo, I we're mean, not gonna like. We can't have you because we got a super regional coming in. I mean, what are you gonna do? That's life. I mean, that's bi- that's business. It just it is how it is. It, but, that's where more that's where morality and like business comes comes in comes in hand in hand because the Special Olympics that was guaranteed. Right, Indiana State hosting a re- hosting a super regional, that was not guaranteed. Nope, not in the slightest. But I mean, there's been some teams that advance that I didn't expect. I didn't expect Indiana State to advance. I didn't expect Oral Roberts. I guess nobody expected Duke. A little bit, little, a little bit. Coastal, Maybe Duke. Coastal Carolina has been good, but they hasn't been as like strong as they've been in the past. Yeah, that's fair. Wake I didn't Alabama. expect Duke was going to beat the crap out of them. Wake and Bama, I expected. Texas was the only. Te- I mean, yeah, it's Texas. Yeah, but A and and M right now is down to on two one currently against Stanford, and I'm hoping A and M wins that because I do want that Texas versus Texas A and M. That would be. That'd I be would want to see that. Even though Stanford, even though Stanford's a really good team, they got a couple of guys that's going to be like high draft picks in next season. Dude, the um, SEC's if, been if you, showing out in this thing, man. Without, without question, I mean, you got you got your Gators, you got my Tide. Um, Number two team Ar- in baseball right now. Yeah, um, Arkansas, uh, like Arkansas, they they got they got ramrodded by TCU twice. 
Uh, it really so was. They, so they're out. Vanderbilt, they're out. Like they were out. Which is um, surprising. Of course, Auburn was going to lose. They shouldn't have gotten mm-hmm. that 13 seed to begin with. But nope. you know that's a different story for another day. Um, trying to think. LSU, of course, they're mm-hmm. going to advance. Dude, um, did you see that? I I can't remember what the kid's name was. That kid's breaking ball. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. The starting pitcher. I forgot his name, but I know oh who you're talking God. about. I, I, I think his name is Screen. I don't know. That dude has like a, I don't know if it's a standard curve or if it's a 12 6 curve or whatever it is. He a complete game and his last pitch went on like went still still was in the hundreds. It was crazy. Kid had has a like Kershaw level 12 6 curve. Like that was ridiculous. And it was a strike every time. <laughs> At least in the highlights I watched. Like I watched this. Like, batter LSU, after batter LSU, after batter. LSU was a tough out. And the fact that, oh yeah, and Kentucky won, they got to go to Baton Rouge for the Super yep. Regional. So. Which they're not unfamiliar with. Uh, they're not unfamiliar with. I mean, you get two out of three games. Um, in baseball, a lot of things are unpredictable. Yeah. The only thing I know is if you make one mistake against your Gators, they're gonna send that thing out of the park. Mm-hmm. Especially, in, especially in that park. Mm-hmm. That's which our I park. Hear, which I hear is which I hear is actually nice. I haven't been. I know we did some renovations, uh, but I haven't been. Um, but honestly, let's keep it on the Gators thing. I, I want to get into two things real quick. Um. Before we get into WNBA in the finals, I want to get into two things. So first of all, uh, it is not uncommon knowledge that I despise Urban Meyer. I will drag him at any chance I get. Dude maybe have a winning record on the field, but he is an absolute garbage person off the field, and I refuse to defend him. I will say thank you for the one natty he brought us, or the two, and I appreciate that, but you know, it's and we'll get into that in a second, but like, so basically for those who don't know, uh, he came out and said recently that he feels that NIL collectives are uh, cheating, which the, the pillar of morality that urban Meyer is to have the audacity to say that NIL collectives are cheating when you can't tell me that there weren't people who were doing this already, that's the biggest thing with me. Like you and I have talked about this a thousand times. Players getting money before NIL isn't new. This has been happening forever behind closed doors from every booster in town for all these star players. Now it's just in the light, but suddenly it's cheating. And you can't tell me that Urban's kids didn't get boosters when he was at any of his schools. You went to two of the biggest school or two of the biggest divisions in football with two of the biggest powerhouses at the time in the sport. And you can't tell you're telling me a single booster didn't donate any form of anything to one of those kids on campus. Is that what you're telling me? Like he's Jalen, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, I I see you smiling, man. Like it, it you're telling me that none of these kids got. No, I was wondering something else. Once you get done, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring in this meme. Bring this up, but like it, it's you're telling me none of these kids got anything. Which again, I'm not saying. It, look, just call call a spade a spade. That's all I want. Call a spade a spade. So let's do that. Let's talk about all the other crap that he got under. Well, real quick, uh, let me ask you this: If you had to describe Urban Meyer as a SpongeBob character, who would he be? Oh, 
Well, that depends. If we're talking about his test, or if we're talking about his reason for leaving all his schools, we're not, the, we're, we're we're talking just off the field. Either the scamming fish with the glass bones and paper skin with all his chest pains, or he's squilliam. I want to go squilliam. Like I, I'll say more like plankton, except like he he's he has a track record of succeed uh, of wins. Here's the reason why I bring this up. <laughs> dude here's my thing like if you go back and look at it during his time with the gators he oversaw at least 31 arrests involving 25 players my reportedly created what was called a quote-unquote circle of trust a clique of elite players whose misbehavior was tolerated to win college championships that's cheating i'm not saying it doesn't happen in the program i'm not saying this is a unique situation i'm saying don't act all high and freaking mighty when you're not, you're trying to act like this pillar of just, you know, morality and, you know, super clean, un, you know, pure football, which he has, I don't know if he's ever done that in his career. And I, I have no proof of this, but like, we don't even need to get into Hernandez. That That's a cheap shot. But apparently he was covering up failed drug tests when he was in Florida. People were seen walking around in boots to feign injuries because you didn't have to take a drug test if you were injured. Uh, Percy Harvin physically assaulted a wide receiver coach in 2008, but was never suspended. Chris Rainey had issues. Like it, This isn't a secret. This is all very, very out in the open. So that's Florida issues. We've also got the Zach Smith thing, which followed him to Ohio State, which I'm not going to get into. Y'all can look this up on your own time. Basically, what I'm saying is dude is trying to act like this pillar of you know morality when it, it's just funny to me. But somebody has been wanting this for a while. Jalen, how many times have you seen a post that says that they want to ESPN 30 for 30 in the 2008 Gators? Repeat that. How many times have you seen people ask for like a 30 for 30 on the 2008 Florida Gators? Maybe somewhere on the dark web, but like not, not nationally. Like not. It's happening. Oh, they're doing it? They've been filming one for a while called Kings of the Swamp. And I am both excited to see it and i'm also like a little yes. anxious because this goes one of two ways it's gonna go both ways no, no 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 this this is only going one of two ways this is either going full-blown expose which is what i want or it's going biggest fluff piece <laughs> to ever grace the florida sports world I want that expose. I like this was almost twenty years ago at this point. Let's get into it, man. Like let, let's let's see what happens. I would not be surprised if some of y'all feel nervous about that, though. Um, see, I'm not nervous about it stuff, though because, like that sound, that, like that thirty for thirty on that kind of reminds me of the Netflix series that does Alabama's uh, Rush Week, mm-hmm. which uh, when I first moved down here, I was it, it was said like during Rush Week, stay away from the campus. If you ain't got to go to school, or if yeah, you ain't got to go to class. So, you know, good luck with that. I'm interested to see how it plans out. Like I said, this is going either full-blown expose, and it's going to get just right into the nitty-gritty and everything, and it's going to be really, really interesting to watch. Or this is going to be, like, full-blown fluff piece. And I don't want them to botch it like they did with Aaron Hernandez Netflix documentary. That was rough. That was... That was rough. Like, I don't know. That wasn't my favorite thing. But anyways, let's move on from that. I've had my little Florida sports moment. 
let's get into WNBA before we get into the NBA. So, Jalen, you and I were talking about the show about some WNBA things. Who is like the who, who's on fire right now? Brianna Stewart, and it ain't even close. Uh, I think she's been averaging close to high thirties, high forties. I don't know the numbers exactly, but she's been on a high streak right now. It seems like nobody can stop her. Um, I'm happy. For, I'm happy for her mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I think she. Let's see, she tore ACL. I want to say two seasons ago. Possibly, maybe three now. It's been a while. Uh, but like to see her bounce back from that and still continue to dominate like she did when she was in college basketball. Happy about that. But no matter how hot she is, nobody's stopping under Las Vegas Aces. They're, they're, they're loaded left and right, up and down, um, in and out. Fair enough. I, admittedly, I don't watch as much WNBA as I probably should. But, I mean, apparently the rate is getting better. Everybody's starting to watch it more, which is good. I mean, that's that's what we need. I think the ratings will get better once the finals are over. That's fair. Uh, just like, uh, man, I'm thinking about it. a lot of things are going to change once the finals are over. Like the rate, like let's see, the ratings for the WNBA, the ratings for the WNBA, uh, college baseball. If if it's, if I think the world, the college world series is going to last longer than um than the NBA finals, and undisputed will meet will possibly meet his end because like Shannon Sharp's leaving after the finals. Have you been hearing what they're saying about Skip and not wanting to do like a? He want apparently wants somebody who isn't going to challenge him too much. Like, do you think there's any truth to that, or like? What, what's I won't be surprised that? about it, but I, I'm not going to say like, "Oh, that's true." Oh, that's true. I'm not going to be like Kurt Angle and say like, "Oh, it's true. It's damn true." I don't know. We don't know. Um, I think the thing is, Mar- Marcellus Wally said this one time in his podcast how. When Shannon first came to Skip, Skip was the top dog. He was he was more popular. Mm-hmm. He was more known. Of course, uh, Unk just continued to work his way up through the popularity ranks because he was so unique. Um, he was uh, flamboyant. He was um, he, he he was not afraid to speak his mind, but he doesn't so he doesn't such a way that a lot of people can understand and can relate to to a certain degree, especially if you're from the South. He never right. like that. That never left. So I'm not gonna knock that. But his popularity just kept on rising, and it kind of like. And one thing he pointed out, you started seeing a lot of cheap shots that Skip will throw out every once in a while because he could sense that, like, because it's no longer where it's just him making the direct choice. And I'm not saying like that's what goes down because, again, I don't know. I'm not there. But based off of what, the, based off of the thing that he was trying to illustrate. From what that's going down with the relationship between the two, you kind of see those type of like those type of antics because it, it, uh, it we all know everything went south after the whole Brady debate where Skip was taking shots at Shannon Sharp. Yeah, which why would you do that? I mean, like that's what? emotion emotions ran high. You could tell something was building up, building up. Well, like, you do it because you're Skip. Skip just Skip has to be, and this is why. Again, we have no proof of this. Skip Bayless, don't sue us because I'm I'm sure you're listening to this freaking show. Um, like it's it doesn't surprise me. I, I we have no proof of this. We don't know if this is true or not. But if this is true, then it doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Skip seems like the guy who always has to be right. He always has to be that guy. One thing apparently, and I, I don't know if this is true or not. Apparently, he was trying to. Uh, make claims back in his reporting days that Troy Aikman was gay, which I mean, who cares? 
No one cares. He's making a whole mess out of nothing. It wasn't that big a deal. Um, it's also none of his business. Um, but that's a whole different conversation for a different day. I've never liked Skip. I have never liked Skip. I've always found I have, him. A, I have my moments with him because again, believe it, he he is a journalist. He does have that experience. I'm in the business. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to get started. So you learn from both the good and the bad. That way, yeah, of you, course, you learn from all aspects. That's why I'm saying like. Do I like him? Not as a Cowboys fan. Uh, I respect him as a Spurs fan. Um, I don't like him as a Vanderbilt fan. I just don't respect him. Um, I don't like him as an Oklahoma, uh, Oklahoma Sooners fan. Um, but, you know, it is what it, it, is, what it is. So The like, only thing I respect about Skip is that he has an opinion. And that's it. And that's fine. I don't have to agree with your opinion. That's the best part about opinions. And that's the best part about this show, too. People don't have to agree with us. But, like, that's the whole point about opinions is that they are just that. So he's been right about a few things, and he's been wrong about a few things. That's just how this is, and that's how that's how we are. That's how it is across the board. Hey, but one thing about it, like, he was wrong about game one of the NBA Finals, but he was right about game two. Well, yeah, we all kind of knew that. I mean, that didn't surprise me in the slightest. I mean, we all knew that the Nuggets were probably going to take the first game. And, yeah, let's get right into it. Why not? Like, we all knew the Nuggets are going to take the first game. Like, it's with the thing with Denver. Denver was coming off a whole lot of rest. Didn't surprise yep. me the slightest. Yep. Now that both teams are at the same level, yep. you see what happens. Which, I mean, also Gabe Vincent went off. Uh, Gabe, after Gabe having, Vincent went off. Uh, Duncan Robinson went off in, mm-hmm. uh, the, uh, and went off in the fourth quarter, scoring all 10 of his points in the fourth. But um, What did Vincent have for game one? It was a... a atrocious numbers i think he only had five possibly less than possibly a little bit more than that but he, i know it, i know it wasn't enough uh but if you look at it yoke was going off i think we're starting to see the game plan off the rip of mm-hmm. the first two games miami knows they're not gonna stop Jokic. no he's gonna get whatever he wants let him do his thing and then focus Don't on everybody let else guys like jamal murray aaron gordon kill you yeah yoke is gonna get his points let yeah, and his boards don't let him get the assist. And I think the Heat did a ter- ter- uh, like a tremendous job at cutting down the assist numbers because he only had five. I think that's the lowest that he's had in a while. Um, assist, uh, assist numbers, so that definitely helped out. Not to mention, Ben Matabaro has been uh, Ben Matabaro in the two in these two playoffs, he's averaging 20, 11, and shooting like around six and possibly six, 50 or 60 percent from the field. Yeah, he's been playing I mean, really good. The um, one thing, one thing we expected too, and one thing I expected at least, if you look at Bam's, like you said, Bam's been averaging well. He's averaged twenty over twenty points the last two games. This is something we knew because Jokic can't play defense in the paint. Mm-hmm. He's not a good paint defender, and the guy who shot to... terribly, because uh, I want to, I want to take this back a little bit. Gabe Vincent didn't have a bad game one. It was Kayla Martin and Max Struess who had a bad game one. <laughs> They had a much better game too. They did. Struce went went 0 for 10 in game or uh, game one, and then Caleb Martin went one for seven. Yeah, and the difference, and like the difference from that one is like you know it's it's game one of the NBA Finals. There's so much like you're trying to get the butterflies out. You're trying to get all settle down. You're trying to settle in. You're trying to get back to just playing basketball. And I think uh, Eric Spoelstra did a really good job at that in game two. But dog, we're gonna see a lot of coaching um, chess pieces being moved in this series with Mike Malone and Eric Spolstra. You can't count the heat out. 
I understand. Like the players going to play, and you already know for a fact Miami's going to play hard. But Always. now, once we know that both teams are going to play hard, it's up to the coaches to go ahead and put them in the right places. We saw Miami do that. Now they did. Have, the Nuggets did have a chance to tie the game up. You know, shot just didn't go on, go in. But it was it was like by Jamal Murray Sanders. That was a good shot. It, it was a good shot. It just it just did go in. It wasn't a bad shot. I don't want to call it a good shot, but it wasn't a bad it by shot. his standards. It was a good shot because it, he's it is like, an okay he, shot. I, I yeah. can't call it a good shot. It, it's not like he got double team and he got smothered. Right? No, you're right. No, he you're had right. enough. He had enough space. Like his space for creator possibly is a gold on, on the usual, but in that situation, it was a silver. So he had enough space where he could take that shot. It's just like it's a make or miss league, and um, uh, like in the words of Doc Rivers. Yeah, just didn't go in. So to make a mistake, to make a mistake is not your most fault. <laughs> no, <laughs> not bad, not bad. But uh, series is tied. I was hoping for this. I'm still praying for a game seven. Out We're of getting series. seven. So we I, I, I needed, I needed the heat, like to show the world, yo. I know Jokic is unstoppable, but we're not mm-hmm. gonna let nobody else like try to kill it and like kill us. So and uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to, I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to Wednesday for game, uh, for game three. Um, I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna get a good one. I think that uh, I'm. I'm excited about what this Miami crowd is gonna bring for it uh, for the final, uh, for three and four, because uh, Denver Denver showed up. Denver has always been showing up really good for uh, the Nuggets. But Denver always shows out. I mean, the Miami crowd's really good too. I'm excited to see how this plays out. I mean, like it's we're getting seven. Yeah, I I don't think the series is gonna begin till it like till it really comes close to down on um, close comes close down to who's getting closer to that getting four wins. Like I think that's when it's really gonna take off. So maybe, series is gonna this series not gonna be intense till game five. I I give it four, definitely five um, five and beyond. It's gonna be nuts. I'm excited for this series, which is. Crazy, and I mean the rate. So the ratings were down for game one, like we all thought they would be, but they weren't that blow, bad. It was, a, it was a blowout. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Ratings were down for game one, but ratings I think were up for game two. That because it was a much closer game, and you had people making shots. That's the that's the thing that people I mean, most people want. Yeah, I'm not like, going to tune in. Game one is all. Yeah, yeah, but like um, before we get into the whole thing, because remember we was criticizing a whole bunch of people said like ratings are going to be bad about this game, and all said like, look, y'all, look, if you're just there for the entertainment. Just go ahead and like get out. We understand that nobody really, uh, nobody wants to watch a blowout unless it's your team that's blowing yeah. people out. But at I the mean, same it, time, it's like it, it, this has actually been a pretty good series. This best a good series. You I don't even like time. watching my you team need, blow it out. You needed time to it, it to grow. It's not going to start getting really good mm-hmm. until maybe until like game four, game game four and beyond. If you yeah. hope it gets there, but. The fact that Miami was able to win, um, win, get take a game on the road, series gets interesting. Um, gets mm-hmm. really interesting now. We're already guaranteed a game five. Yeah, already guaranteed game five. No, no sweep. Possibly Which no is game. crazy that people thought this was gonna be a sweep. Nobody had nobody got respect for um, Miami. I mean, because here's the thing: everybody keeps saying, "Oh, Miami's not a better team." They keep beating teams that are better than them. No, Mm-mm. the teams that Miami has beaten them were not better than Miami. They were more talented than Miami. But they weren't better. They weren't better teams. They were not the better teams. They had more talent. They were not the better team. No. 
You, okay, did you want to, before we get too far down this rabbit hole, did you want to talk about Scotty Pippen and his insane comment? I don't know what's going on with him. We didn't talk about it, but I don't know. I don't know what's going on. He's, I think he's going through an afterlife crisis. He's not, not mid. And after. <laughs> like, this ain't even mid. This ain't even mid. Like, this oh, is my God. The odd. Like, I was talking to a Bulls fan today, and he's like, are you kidding me? I'm like, no. He goes, honestly, and like, I, I'm hurt, man. Like, why would. Why? Well, and I think, uh, uh, like, you can't tell me both him and, and like, his relationship with Michael Jordan, like, that thing thing is done. Oh, it's been done. It's been done. It's been done since the Hall of Fame ceremony. I just don't get get it. Look, I understand that us as society, we praise Michael Jordan to mm -hmm. the utmost degree. And basically, almost God level. We get all that. Mm Mm-hmm. But we also like we also understand that he is not where he is if it wasn't for the guys of, of Scottie Pippen. If it was not for him, we understand that and we pay homage to that. Batman needs sure Robin. Not, Batman needs Alfred. Which I, you I'm, have not, with... I'm, I'm not sure if this is just a jealousy thing. If this is not like I'm not getting enough credit or disrespect type thing with Scottie, I don't know what's going on, man. Like you're still like dude's one of the greatest. Uh, greatest players in NBA history. He's top twenty five. Like he's he's in the top twenty five. Scotty? Like, is he? Top I, give him top, I give him top 50. I don't know if I give him top 25. There's a lot well, of good players. Well, he, de- and like, he definitely like over, you know, over 75. He's top 50. I'll give him top 50. But like here's my thing. So I'm not I'm not taking away his comments about LeBron. Because statistically he's right. Yeah. LeBron statistically is one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, no, like, he's taking it away. Statistically, LeBron is the GOAT. Yeah, here's the thing, though. If we're going off rings, and here's my unpopular opinion, if, we're, if what what do you what do you base this on? This is as much as we love to say it, and as much as we love to get into it, you can't. There, there's this conversation and this argument is going to be going on till the end of time. You're not. There's no one's ever going to agree. You have to base it on, and it, it, it depends on what you base it on. If you base it on rings, it's, it's really Bill, it's really about perspective now. If you base it on rings, it's Bill Russell. Bill Russell got a full two hands of rings and one for his toe. Like that. That's what we're... R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. to Bill Russell. But like if we're basing it on rings, it's Bill Russell. If we're basing it on overall points, it's LeBron. If we're basing it on pure dominance, it's Jordan. But if we're basing it on position, or like it, it's so many other factors that come into this. It's different eras of the game. It's different, you know, styles of game. It's different positions. And like there's so much that goes into this. Like you, you, you that argument is not going to happen. But for those who live under a rock, again, Scottie Pippen made the comment to say that while LeBron, he would have much rather paid with LeBron because LeBron is the better teammate, which is wild because he never played with LeBron. Um, and statistically, he's a better basketball player. Uh, Jordan was a terrible teammate and was trash before he got there. Which I think Robin's getting a little full of himself and doesn't like living in Batman's shadow at this point. Because I mean, like, it's because. Let's so go do to like, sti- do like OG team Titans. Robin did leave, go to the other city, develop your own team. You the mm-hmm. man. Well, and that's the thing too. If you look at, let's go to his argument. Statistically, he's still wrong. <laughs> Jordan averaged thirty before he got there. I think he won the scoring title. I'm pretty sure he won DPOI. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh my God, Scotty's Scotty's lost it. Uh, speaking speaking on LeBron, if we got a couple of minutes, definitely yeah, we got a little bit time. Yeah, let's do it. 
I think I know where you're going. Yeah. I'm not sure if you heard this, but this also popped up on Gilbert Arenas' podcast. There is a chance uh, Brandon Jennings, former uh, NBA player for the Bucks, commented saying there's a chance LeBron's going get, to gonna get three statues in, in three different cities in his career. Cleveland, Miami, L.A. Mm-hmm. I want to touch up on that. Mm-hmm. At best, he gets two. At best, he gets two. Yeah, I'll give you that. Cleveland, Miami, that's a given. That's a given. Miami, so- it depends on perspective. Mm-hmm. LeBron's not getting one before Wade. No. no LeBron no, no, is not no, no. getting a statue before Wade. That's what I question. Oh, Cleveland, that's set in stone. Like that ain't that's not like he's the Ohio kid. <laughs> not even that. He's the greatest player in franchise history. Uh, like, not, uh, like he, he he's a great he's the greatest player in city history. Exactly. That ain't even cl- like, that's not even close. The LA thing, that's where it gets into debate. Because now you got to get in the conversation, and I really wish we had heavy right now. Oh, um, I need to hit him up. You we got talked about getting him on the show. This is this is gonna go back to the Laker fans versus the LeBron fans. He's not getting one in LA. He's not. I, I I won't be surprised if he does. Because let's look at this. Shaq was drafted by the Magic. Right. Dominate with the Magic. Dominate with LA. Won championships with LA. Got the statue without question, and uh, the Lakers claim him. Mm-hmm. Kobe, we already know that's coming. Of course. Kareem, we already know. Magic, Magic yeah. We already know. Jerry West, yeah. Um, the list go. The list goes on. The list goes on for great Lakers. Here's the, list, the thing, though. Great, like yeah. The list goes on with LeBron. He broke the scoring title as a Laker. Mm-hmm. He did win a title as a Laker. He did bring him a championship in the even though it was in the bubble. The bubble still counts. It does. How you many got, championships did you say though? Because I'm singular. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq, Shaq got three. Yeah, singular. Kobe's got more too. Kobe got five. Mm-hmm. So singular. That's my thing. If everybody and I don't care if you're LeBron, I don't yeah. care if you're Shaq, I don't care if you're yeah. anything. You got not not to mention if you tally up all of his stats, like he only scored about five thousand points as a Laker. Yeah. If you if you're basing it solely on franchise, no. And how the and how they do their whole qualify to have a statue. And and here here's my thing too. Does Jordan have a ring as a wizard? Or uh, uh oh god Jordan, no. Does Jordan have a statue as a wizard? Heck no. No, doesn't matter. But dog, we, we can't. But dog, here's the thing. I get where you're going with that. But the reason why that's like that's not even a good comparison is because he doesn't have the ring of the success. Yeah, that, no, that's no, a good no, point. no, 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 not, not that, not that. It's the Lakers and the Wizards. That's the not, reason why it's not a good comparison. What good things because, come because out of it, Wizards? Because, dog, but, that, but think about this. <laughs> this would be a Jason Tatum with the Boston Celtics type of statue thing. Because mm-hmm. think about this. I know y'all don't hang statues. Wait, do y'all have any statues outside of TD? I think we do. I'd have to check. I should have asked, asked one of the Boston people when they were in town. Uh, because think about this. We already know Bill Russell statue, Kevin McCall statue, Larry Bird statue, uh, Paul Pierce. Yeah, with all the celebration that y'all do with that, with just that one championship in two thousand eight, yeah, Paul and Paul Pierce, Ray, Bill Russell Ray has one. Ray Allen will probably be the only dude that's not getting a statue, or like that will get a statue out of TD. Yeah, yeah and Ray Allen won't. Paul might. Paul, Paul and KG, Paul and KG, and and Rondo, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with all that being said, like that would be a better comparison. This is a lot. This is the Lakers. 
on how much their standard is a lot different from any other franchise in this game and how they view their players that qualify not uh that qualify to have a statue outside because here's the thing in the nfl the hall of fame is like the ultimate end goal in your career right in the nba the hall of fame is not the ultimate end goal in your career having a a statue outside outside a stadium that is the end game because dominique has it hall of fame anybody can't have no statue outside of the arena no you got to be one of the best you You have to to be be one to the no you got to be one of the greatest yeah, you got it. Yeah, you know what I meant. Yeah. So with that, be, look, LeBron has been one of the greatest Two. talents, uh, talents for the Lakers. I won't be surprised they give him one simply because we're in this new era, this new generation, this new uh, Hall of Fame versus Hall of Game. That's yes. Be a problem. Yes, yep. and not to mention we're in a, we're in such of a little league type of mindset when when it comes to sports. Said. We want to make sure everybody gets their turn. We don't want nobody feeling bad, and we they, don't want nobody feeling bad and feeling so out. much to that man. Did because hear- we're in that, because we're in that era, which is also the reason why I feel like Matt Ryan, Philip Rivers, and Eli Manning are going to make the Hall of Fame, but just because of that. Mm-hmm. Because we're in this era, because we're in this era, this type of era, I think LeBron's going to. I think LeBron's going to get it. Now, if you want to go off stacks, cool. If you want to go off the one ring, cool. Based off, we're just going based off the history on how the Lakers organization and their fan base sees their players. I won't be surprised if he get it. I'm not going to say without a shadow of doubt he's going to get it. But mm-hmm. with LeBron, he's going to have two statues. Cleveland, that's going to be the first one. I give him two. Miami's going to be second one. But um, but D Wade, um, but if we talk statues, I, I'm like in Miami, D Wade got to get his before LeBron. That's not even a debate. Does Haslam get a statue? Heck yeah. <laughs> Let's go. I love you. I'm not even a Heat fan, and I say, heck yeah. Haslam needs a statue. Yeah, he's been there for, I shoot. What what world war were we in when Udonis started playing for the Miami Heat? We wasn't alive at that <laughs> was time. Was it World War II? We wasn't man? alive at that time. You know what I'm saying, man. He's old. <laughs> so I want to get one more question for you, too, before we close out. Did you see the rumors on what's trying to happen with LeBron's future. Nope. Kyrie, oh, wait, you talking about Kyrie? Kyrie, Kyrie wants him to play in Dallas. That ain't happening. Heck no. Why would you leave L.A. for Dallas? Okay, which one less tax? Texas for taxes. Okay, which state got better food? Not healthy food, better food. That's right. That's right. It, it that's depends. On, that depends on who you ask. If you're that's asking you, me, you're asking that, you or me. It's Texas. That's Texas. Now here's the thing: California deal with earthquakes. Texas deal with tornadoes. California deals with. They ain't got mountain lions. What's it? What's a, okay? What's the danger? Okay, because Texas got rattlesnakes. What the heck? What the heck does California got? Coyotes. Okay. Yeah. Dude, really? I thought it was like I a think hero. so. I... <laughs> Thank God this is a sports show and not a nature show. God no. Like, but anyway, Dallas, not to mention, he's already on he's like LeBron has already been seen to like advertise the Dallas Cowboys for uh, some reason, which is why I kind of knock knock points out of him. Mm-hmm. So like him going to Dallas wouldn't be uh a bad thing for his brand. The only reason why he'd go to Dallas is because Dallas or he can't play with Luca. 
No, Texas has one of the lowest tax rates in the or in the nation. But what yeah. I weighted tax rates at least. So, but LeBron ain't got to worry about that. that just, like that he's got more money than anybody. He can handle the tax rate. That ain't even no problem. And when he go to H and R Block to get his tax return, the dude's gonna be straight. Gonna be he gonna be straight even more. Here, here's what's happening. He stays in California for the sole reason of Bronny's in USC already. Yep. Bryce is still in high school. And I think the only reason why they're saying, I think the only reason why Kyrie wants him to come to Dallas because Kyrie knows he ain't going to L.A. He, he, they're, not tra- he, they're not trading him to L.A. He is nothing without LeBron. He ain't not wrong, yeah. LeBron made that but, man. dog, to get LeBron... The Lakers got to get Luca. That's not happening. Isn't LeBron a free agent? No. That oh, he's got one. To... That's right. That's right. So he got two. Trade. And I doubt. The, and I doubt the Mavericks want to spend their whole entire future Luca on just to get LeBron. That's only going to be like that's only going to be productive for at least about a year and a half. You know, he can't carry funny. a franchise no more. You know, what would be funny. What they trade Kyrie for LeBron, and it's Luca and LeBron down in Dallas. No, they can't play together. For, like, it'd be they funny, can't play, together. We, we they can't play together. But that'd be funny. Here's the thing. I like that'd dark humor. Here's what's funny to me. I love dark humor, mm-hmm. um, but I love real life type things. That I'm like that's what Fair. makes things funny when it's real. I don't mm-hmm. like make believe crap. Like that's like so. That's why I like. So like yeah, I get why. I get why it's fun. Funny to a degree, but that ain't real funny. Like no, it's different. Because I know happen. that one. I, I I know, but like that's only that's only when I think it can actually happen. That won't happen. No, it's not gonna happen. The Lakers would love to take Luca. Hey, the Lakers want everybody, mm-hmm. and I, that's why I don't like those sport on uh, those sport rotten jokers. I respect them, but y'all are mm-hmm. sport as heck. If any other team They're got bored. a superstar, y'all trying to take them. They're bored. And I'm like, no. They're bored. It's and that's the thing with a lot. Not all sports writers, but a lot of sports writers. And I have the same issue with some sports writers, and I have the same issue with a lot of talking heads and everything. You talk until you say something. You throw out enough. If It's like mock drafts. If you throw enough crap at that wall, something's going to stick. So you make 48,000 different predictions, and then when one of them hits, you go, see, I was right. I called it. Don't look at how many attempts I had at this, but look at the fact that I got it right once. And with that statement, that's why LeBron. And that, I'm like, with that statement, that's why LeBron's not the goat because, like you said, like look at this. I got all these rings. Don't forget how many times I lost it. Exactly. <laughs> and on that note, let's end the show. It's <laughs> a good way to end on it, man. Let's get right into it, man. We appreciate y'all coming in, man. Uh, do you have anything else you want to get into before I close out? Not at the moment. Let's do it. All right. Well, again, I appreciate you guys listening. We both do. Um, it's fun to, this is always a fun thing for us to do. Uh, Hopefully we'll go live again soon. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening. Um, we appreciate all the reviews and the retweets and everything. We're getting a lot of those lately. We really do appreciate it. Um, best way to interact with us is going to be at TDS and pod on Twitter. Um, that's where you can find us easiest. Um, if you want to see the picture of Jalen sleeping, uh, <laughs> I'll find it and retweet it. But um, we really do appreciate the reviews and the likes on the show. That's the best way to get the show up the charts. Feed the algorithm gods. I don't know why it works, but it does. We can also tell everyone you know if you like the show. Word of mouth travels so much faster and works so much better than any form of ad or billboard or whatever we can take out. You know, if you're telling your friends to listen to something, it's going to carry so much further than if Jalen or I decide to pay for a billboard in whatever your home city is. 
Because how many times have you ever looked at a billboard and be like, yeah, I'm going to do that? Like, no, nobody does that. Nobody looks yeah, at billboards. Most of the people drive, they don't off the rip pick up their phone and do it. Exactly. So, I mean, like, we're not going to take out an ad or nothing. Just pass it along. We appreciate it. Word of mouth works best. If you like the show, tell everyone you know. You could also tell us with your five star reviews and comments, all the fun stuff. Like I said, feed the algorithm gods. Don't know why it works, but it does. If you want to get a shout out, that's how you do it. You like the show, you retweet the show, you comment on the show, you do all the fun stuff. Five star reviews. If you didn't like the show, I'm not going to give you the hour of your life back. I appreciate your time, but you know, let, let's be adults about this. We'll go our way. You go yours. It's not us, it's you. Or it's not you, it's us. Whichever you prefer, whatever makes you feel better. I appreciate it. But or it's, not you. it's me, I'm audio. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, <laughs> let's get into the shout outs, man. Shout out to the people who, you know, like I said, five star reviews, retweets, comments, all the fun stuff. If you're looking for a wrestling show, these are also shows we listen to. If you're looking for wrestling shows, go check out Austin over at the Wrestling World Podcast or John over at Wrestling Fan Insight. They both put out some great work. If you're looking for more kind of everyday sports stuff, always talk or check out Jim over at Fan of the Van. For those who don't know, we started doing a little side show called Steel and Teal Talk. We dropped our first episode uh, Saturday, no, Sunday. Uh, and we ended up not only talking about Jaguars and Steelers football, we started talking about Long Island traffic, and it got way down the rabbit hole. Uh, go check out his show if you want an unfiltered version of our show. Go listen to him. We also have a little side project called Is This a Bad Take? Just me going on my little 20 minute rants so I can kind of keep them off the show as best I can. We can keep the ball rolling. Uh, also, shout out Brent and Dave over the 1420 Sports Podcast. Go give them a listen. They're so close to a big milestone. Go check them out. Um, go check out the guys at the BSN Sports Podcast. Aaron over Bruliana Sports. If you're looking to do sports betting and bet responsibly, Nate's Daily Wager. If, you, uh, if you're a TikTok fan, go check out Darian over. Uh, at Chill Takes on TikTok. Looking for more sports podcasts, go check out Dave and John over at Love in the Playing Field. Check out the We Like Sports podcast. Uh, again, more sports betting with Jake and Scott. I think it's a You Bet Smart podcast. Um, sports Bliss with Rob and Chris. And if you're looking to do something in Vegas, go check out the Visit Vegas Places podcast. Coil puts on a great show. And with that note, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will see you next time. Peace.